Welcome to 26 Weeks of Awakening. I am your host, Emily Strunk. We are in week six, learning to stay. Being still has always been difficult for me. I find I must always be doing something to avoid laziness, guilt, and a feeling of procrastination. I also have a constant nagging that others expect me to be getting something done as well, so I must do it sooner rather than later to avoid feelings of disappointment from them. This state of mind causes constant motion, constant analysis of what is unfinished, unending evaluation of others' expectations, and overwhelming stress. Listening to Pema tell me to be still was not the first time I heard those words, but it was the first time I contemplated why I could not be still. Meditation requires stillness. This stillness requires practice and openness. Learning meditation requires a commitment because it takes years of practicing daily and restraint and control to be still when patience or endurance seems to have run out. It's more than just sitting still and not doing. Learning to stay also means actively engaging in feelings that are uncomfortable rather than running to some other distraction. It means staying with suffering. We begin to learn to sit still, to take ourselves just as we are, without judgment or harshness. We discover the acceptance of who we are with all our confusion, limits, mistakes, and inadequacies. Oftentimes in meditation, I'm confronted with inability to focus and be patient with myself. I think of things I should be tending to or people I should pay attention to. I want to get up and run. I want to end the meditation and focus on what confronts my mind. Then, when I find myself engaged in this thought process, I scold myself for lack of focus and staying present and quickly try to refocus. Ah, but this is my path. Through the past years, this pattern has eased up, calmed down, and gathered one-pointedness. It took years. There are days when my mind completely reverts to its beginning ways of practice. But I am more able to recognize this old friend of restlessness and eagerness. I am able now to greet it with knowing and acknowledge the struggle and come back to the present with a calm, methodical rhythm rather than increase my suffering. Taking a breath in and releasing my grasping as I exhale has proven a priceless tool for me in meditation and in daily living. The idea of Maitri was a paradigm shift for me. Maitri is about accepting myself and being loyal to myself no matter where I am in my practice, my behavior, my emotions, and my thinking. I start the practice of learning to stay present by becoming gentle with myself and accepting who I am and what my experiences have been. When I start adopting the perceived opinions of society on myself, I must step away from that 
and come back to my practice. Learning to stay with a loving, gentle, loyal attitude towards myself is essential to unspeakable joy and peace. This is Maitri. For me to stay in the present, stay in loving kindness with self, and stay gentle towards me and my daily life brings strength and calmness. When life gets hard, painful, stressful, and full of pressure, we get the overwhelming desire to flee or hide. Learning to stay requires me to sit quietly and calmly through the desire to flee. I had thoughts many times throughout my life of finding a cave somewhere and just being there. The thought of how freeing a cave would be was overpowering. My imagination would take me there time and time again, increasing the desire to run away and hide. The realistic view of loneliness and boredom was not a factor. Just getting away and hiding seemed to be the answer my mind would race to. Over the years of practice with mindfulness, meditation, and maitri, this fantasy no longer misleads me. I am more able to stay committed to the present moment, even when it is heartbreaking, painful, confusing, or terrifying. I have learned to stay. Ridding my mind from the heartache of running away has given me courage, stamina, and great strength in times of suffering. So where does the commitment of staying with pain come from? Well, for me, it comes first in awareness of the arising desire to flee or hide. Seeing that happening, knowing that I was having that feeling of discomfort and wanting to escape. And then I began when I was aware that that was where my mind was beginning to go to, to say to self, no, stay. Be present with your suffering. Face the feelings with openness, gentleness, and loving kindness to yourself. Over time, I've begun to understand when my physical body reacts to stress and fear. I gather the wisdom and patience to be there in those feelings, understand them, and sit still. Then, those heavy emotions and fears do not control me or my state of mind. These emotions, these fears, begin to empower me. I begin to recognize them over and over again as training ground for the warrior rather than reason to flee or hide in my cave. In learning to stay and train for warriorship, I developed a vision for myself, imagery, which makes walking through fire or dark forests and storms much easier. I can close my eyes, place myself standing in the midst of a hot, burning, violent fire of flames. Even though I'm in excruciating pain and want to leap and run from the fire, I stand there, in the midst of it, and inhale deeply. I breathe in the heat, the flames, and feel the burning, 
The fire and its heat are making me stronger, wiser, and more powerful for my purpose. As the flames burn, I can visualize my arms rising, welcoming the fire. I feel my lungs expanding and strengthening, breathing in the heat and discomfort. I do not move from the flame, for by standing in it, my personal power increases. By paying attention to the moment, the heat, the noise of the fire, the pain, the brightness, I evolve, I grow. Sitting here as an inmate, I can choose to hide inside daily routine, sleep, watch television, or from the multitude of crafts and recreation, activities, or I can choose to focus on the flames I sit in. I can focus on feeling the loss, the loneliness, the grief, the humility, the pure suffering. By being in touch with what I'm feeling and not choosing a method of mental escape, I am allowing the fire to strengthen me, empower me, and I am evolving. When in meditation I want to get up, I stay. When my mind wanders, I bring it back with acceptance and gentleness. When emotions rise and I feel weak, I raise my head and remind myself to lean into them, to stay. When trouble befalls me, I grieve, I suffer, but I sit with it, I face it, I stay. When I am afraid, I do not run, I do not hide, I stay. And I allow whatever flames may come to continue to give me power and strength. I then understand others better with each flame, as I have in common with them pain, loss, grief, fear, and suffering. I stay. Hopefully, you have begun a practice of meditation through our first five weeks in this 26-week journey of awakening. If not, now is as good a time as any. Begin with five-minute meditation, just focusing on your breath. Concentrate on inhaling and exhaling and what it feels like in your nose mouth, lungs, and chest. Do this for five minutes. And as you continue to practice, you increase your time to eight minutes, then ten after about two weeks of daily practice. In your third week, increase to 15 minutes, and by week six, you could be at 20 minutes. This increased practice builds the mental muscle or capacity for meditation over time. And as you find your mind wandering from focus on breath, bring it back with gentleness 
after noticing where your mind wandered to. Then, you start with inhaling and exhaling again. Once you are at 15 or 20 minute meditations, you can begin doing body scanning and one-pointed focus. Some recommend focusing on the tip of your nose, mentally, not visually, while you inhale and exhale. Others say find a focal point in between your eyebrows, behind your eyelids. The key is one-pointed focus and disciplining the mind to be there and be present. I encourage you to keep a journal of your meditation journey and experiences. And here are some things to consider and write in your journal. Where are places your mind wanders in meditation? What do you find the best part of meditation to be? When your mind wanders, do you scold yourself? Do you feel disappointed? What is the dialogue that runs in your mind when you find you have wandered from meditation focus? Is it hard to sit in meditation and increase your sitting time? Do you sometimes or oftentimes feel you're wasting your time by sitting still? And what are ways you encourage or could encourage yourself to stay? What things does your mind remind you to do during meditation? Do you feel the need to hide or escape from emotions or stress? Where do you imagine you could escape or hide? What methods in your daily life do you use for escape? What do you escape from internally and emotionally? And what circumstances or feelings in your life do you need to lean into and sit with, really get to know, so that you can recognize each time these feelings come back again to greet you. Can you visualize yourself standing in the flame? I encourage you to use this as a point in meditation. It can be an excellent, focused, 
meditation. And one of my meditation podcasts will be Standing in the Fire, a guided meditation of imagery. So we can practice that mental exercise of using pain and suffering, experience of daily routine and stress, and actually see it increasing our muscle and our personal power and our connection with the divine universe, evolving our mind and our intuition into becoming a powerful force for ourselves and others. I encourage you to continue and practice your meditation on a daily basis. I also encourage you to be loving and kind towards yourself, understanding of things that get in the way, and just try to bring yourself back again and again to meditation, to one-point focus in your mind, and be calm comforting, and steadfast. Thank you for joining me this week. I have enjoyed speaking with you about learning to stay. I encourage you to stay with us for next week, week seven, as we talk about the warrior, Bodhisattva, and becoming a Bodhisattva warrior. Practice meditation this week. Listen to this talk a few times over the next few days and keep your meditation and discovery journal. I am your host, Emily Strunk, and I have enjoyed this time with you. In the background, we have been listening to Benjamin Stone's album, Flight of the Lonely Sparrow. You can find his album on iTunes, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Namaste.